Join us today during the Jeep Celebration event. Right now, get 20% below MSRP for an average of 15178 under MSRP on the purchase of a 2023 Jeep Grand Cherokee Overland 4xe or Summit 4xe. Not compatible with lease offers or with any other consumer incentive offers. 15,178 average based on 20% below average MSRP from all 2023 Grand Cherokee Overland 4xE and Summit 4xE models and dealer stock. Residency restrictions apply. Take retail delivery from dealer stock by 4-1. Jeep is a registered trademark. This is Anthony Alex from the Angry Mailman podcast, and you're listening to another fine show from the From Page to Screen Media Empire. Hey guys, this is Ace Marrero from the movie Madison County. Hi, this is David L.G. Hughes, writer-director of the film Hall Bowl Suites. I love the pace and the fastness, and I love the fact that you just roll with it. Hi, I'm Eric England, the director of Contracted. Hi, I'm J.K. Amanu, the writer-director of Aviation. Hi, I'm Brando Benetton, director of Nightfire. My name is Nathan Whitehead, and I wrote the music for Beyond Skyline. Hi, this is James Kellen Brussack, the writer, director, and producer. Hi, this is Ben Lloyd Holmes from the film The Expedition. This is Dominic Burns, the director of Allies. Hey, Stewart, paint the screen.com up in my bum, please. Yeah, that was my motorcycle running and tracking over my fucking sneakers, Jamie's, with um, Ian Peter and Chris. I'm Neil Johnson, I directed Road Warrior and The Time War, and I crucified Adolf Hitler. From, from, from page to screen. Good morning. <laughs> that has got to be the weirdest Skype message I've ever seen. So traffic was a bear. Is that an American <laughs> phrase, or was it an actual bear that was on the road? Do tell. No, I um, I couldn't come up with the dog analogy, but uh, no, it just the dogs had to go out, so that was the whole thing. Because you know my commute is uh, like you know two flights of steps, so yeah, that would yeah. be that would have been better. That would have been better if it was an actual bear that stopped traffic. <laughs> yeah, you know we have plenty of deer stopping traffic and geese, but that's about it. So. We, well, here in the UK, we get sheep. That will often stop traffic because they'll walk, they'll go through the fence and they'll just walk up and down the road. Uh, now right. and again, a cow. Um, <laughs> and uh, I think at the minute it's actually environmental protesters that are blocking up the highways <laughs> that are that are stopping traffic. So that's pretty much the right. most excitement we've got. I think. Wow, man! <laughs> so, uh, how's things? How's things with you? Uh, good. I'm staying busy with voiceover work, and then I'm helping my dad work on his. Uh, he's got a deck um, behind the house as well as in front, and it just needs some maintenance. It's just old, so I tend to put in my hours in the morning here, and then go over and help him for the middle of the day. Yeah. Come back here and work. So I mean, it's good. I'm just tired. I, I guess I'm <laughs> not um, as as young as I used to be and not as ready for the hustle, that kind of hustle anyway. So, Well, I slept for 12 hours yesterday. I never, ever, ever do that. I went to bed about midnight wow. and I got up about right? 10 to 12 today, which is just, I obviously needed it, but right. that was kind of weird. I, I would love to be able to do that every day. Because I'm like you. It's like, do you remember back in the days when you think, let's go out for the whole day and we'll go do this and we'll go do that. And then you get in and you go, let's oh, stay yeah. up till, let's stay up all night watching movies. I can't watch right. more than two films a day now or I'm asleep. And that's not yeah. you know, the quality of the films or anything because films are still no. great. But I haven't got the energy to do anything. Even podcasting's tiring, isn't it? You're like, oh, you mean I've got to talk? I've got to wear a headset on my head? That's exhausting. I'll take the day off after because of that. <laughs> 
<laughs> you know, it is funny in that um, I am so worn out after because mm. I've had a couple of big clients that needed revisions and stuff. And so I was working with them pretty much all day long. And um, so it, it just I mean, like, it's amazing how much standing at the microphone. And I mean, like, and I'm just doing me. I mean, they're wanting the the guy next door kind of, you know, hey, friend, let me tell you about this great product. But man, it takes a lot out of you. And it's the same thing with acting as well as directing. People just think, yeah. oh, you've got it made. You know, directors, they just sit around in the fancy chair and say, action, what, cut. What, what's more, the phrase? You know? It's not like real work, is it? That's right. <laughs> it's, not, it's not like it's a proper job. Okay, right. let's go with that one. But, you, you try it. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. But you know what? Doing a lot of manual labor, moving boards, and uh, doing a lot of sanding down at dad's and man, that's, I mean, like that's actual physical labor and, um, that kind of sucks too, man. So I remember, yeah, (laughs) I remember the last time I actually went out and did anything in the proper world and it was February, 2020 with Neil Johnson, where he and I were filming three, three concerts of Rhapsody of Fire and Neil Neil got the more complicated bit because I was standing behind a camera which was on a fixed tripod just obviously moving right. the, moving the camera about slightly but i was still standing in one place filming these concerts so physically it's kind of easy but i was sweating i was exhausted i was the most tiring thing i've ever done and i was standing in one place but just fully concentrating on catching everything neil was running around like a crazy person he was just like i don't know he was he was a human sprinter because i could see him just running around here, there, and everywhere with his cameras. So he got the hard part, but I was exhausted. But boy, did I love it. It was amazing. One of the best experiences I've ever had, but I was shattered. Now I get the same sort of, I have no energy from sitting down at a desk, typing up a website article. <laughs> so I'm so tired. And I think John's, I think John's run away. John has muted himself, I think. John is yeah, back. I have no idea John, how. John, I'm back. John was so I, bored. I don't he was, know how that happened, man. You, what it was is you were so enraged at hearing me talk about Neil Johnson because you want him to hurry up <laughs> and finish his Time War film. <laughs> and I'm, I'm right there with you, John. I think, you know what, Neil? Yep. Just release it already. We're, we're very impatient. But you know what? Neil will kindly send me some images. And I'm like, dude, that looks awesome. And But I never get any, you know, video. I never get like, hey, here's here's a couple of scenes. Here's an episode, you know. <laughs> so, you know, it just – but it kind of feels like back – and this kind of goes on theme with, uh, you know, what you wanted to bring up as a topic. Yeah. But it's interesting in that, you know, this is kind of like what we went through for Star Wars and especially The Empire Strikes Back mm-hmm. because we just had to wait, man. You know, Fangoria yeah. or uh, one of the sci-fi mags, they post some pictures – like neil and then you know we'd have to wait you know what i mean and it's just like ah this looks so cool and then when it finally hit the silver screen which was the only way to watch it back in the day other vhs what was that like a year later um yeah man i mean like that was it 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 just you know wetter appetite i guess it's kind of like you don't get an appetizer you smell all the great food and you wait on your meal to hit the table I think though, as nowadays, I think as, and I'll probably include me to a certain extent, and, and I'll let you decide whether you include yourself in it. But I think as, <laughs> as film fans, we're massively impatient nowadays. Uh, oh, do you yeah, know, it's I like when 
say Marvel come out and go, right, 2023, we're going to release this. Right. People are like, what? I don't right. want to wait until 2023. But back in the right. day, like you've just said, we would see a little article in Starburst or, or you know, one of these, right. like Fangoria, and it would be, yeah. this film is going to come out. And then we'd just sort of go, oh, that looks good. I'll keep my eye on that. And we'd be nice and patient. Right. We wouldn't go mad. <laughs> we would have nobody to, well, to we- argue with. About it. Well, we were trained that this is just the way things were. And two, it gave us time to talk about, you know, like I remember the one image of Blade Runner. It had Harrison Ford and then it was the, I don't know why I'm having a brain fart because that's one of my favorite movies. But it was the device that would, um, you know, the the Voight-Kampf test yeah. that would decide whether you're a replicant or not. And it was just this one picture that just looked so cinematic and it looked so cool and we we're everybody's trying to figure out okay what's going on in the scene you know because it's not indiana jones it's not han solo this guy's dressed in this kind of crazy trench coat looking thing and this weird device on the table so there were all these conspiracy theories but it was all just amongst the people that were in your sphere which was just the people you went to school with or um people you could get on the phone with but man i mean like nothing like we have today where worldwide you can say oh well i think Ant-Man's going to hit the button and shrink. And then somebody could say, well, you're a dumbass. You know, that's, of course he's going to do that. You know what I mean? And so, <laughs> cause man, you remember the water cooler conversations, you know, at the old workplace and whether you had a water cooler or not, man, people would come by my office. Um, I would, you know, like even when I was working at the uh, ad agency service bureau, um, you know, people would come by and be like, Hey, did you see the trailer for whatever it was, you know, Terminator two, whatever it was at that time. Right. And uh, we were all excited. You know, will it be as good as the first? What will be in this one? And did you see that metal guy? What's going on, you know? Terminator 2, there's no way it can be as good as the first one. It's just not right. Right. You come out, you're like, oh, my God, it was. <laughs> and I, I still <laughs> prefer the first Terminator to the second one, just because I like first films generally. But uh, but oh, the second God. one's amazing. There, it was so not raw, to, man. It was. Yep. But I do it love the second like one. A- <laughs> Yeah, the second one was like a freight train. I think it showed me what a thrill ride movies could be. But I'm with you. The first one just had this raw element. And James Cameron always does such immaculate storyboards. And you, if you know what you're watching, you know, I mean, like from our perspective, is that, and that includes Neil, um, you can see how well paneled everything was um, in order to shoot very smoothly and not waste time on frivolous stuff. You know what I mean? Um, and it, so it was very well thought out and I, I, James Cameron's an excellent artist too. So that helps a lot too. But, uh, Terminator two, the fact that we have what four editions of the movie with more and more stuff packed in there, which I mean, like, yeah, I'll watch a three hour Terminator movie, but, um, but it just seemed like he had a bigger budget and whatever, man, just, just pick up all those extra scenes. And then he trimmed it all down, which was also impressive, but. Anyway, don't get me on a Terminator tier. I'm almost as bad as Jake, but not really. Quite. Jake is still the king of the the Terminator and Wire um, that, yeah. sort of rants. <laughs> yeah. Yes, he is. That Star Trek, you know, it's. Uh, I, I didn't. I mean, like I watched the original series in rerun, but then after that, it just kind of lost me. I don't know. It just. I don't know. But, yeah. So we'll. It's. It'll be interesting to see what they come up with the. Uh, was it the uh, Star Trek Strange something? I don't know. Something like that. There's, there's that many Star Trek things. It's like Rob's just started watching or he's finished watching Lower Decks, 
which I've seen yeah. clips of that. I'm like, you know what? It's not Isn't for me. He good? Well, he's oh. he loves it. He thinks it's really good, but right. it's like it's sort of South Parky Family Guy. Oh. You know, the content of it's far more adult than the Star Trek that no I'm familiar way. with. There's, there's, you know, there's people having sex on it and everything. Um, because, <laughs> because I've seen some some wow, stills man. from the programs. I'm like, Rob, please tell me that's just something somebody's made up and put. And he's like, No, no, that's in it. I'm like, Really? So I don't know. It would. <laughs> It, it's like so when it's Data like, swore in Star Trek, you go, oh, you don't swear in Star Trek. It's But it's worse than that. So I'm, I'm not really, wow. you know, it's not on my list to so check out. So it's like Bojack Horseman in space. Is that what you're saying? I believe so, yeah. Never having seen Bojack Horseman other than a Netflix thumb. It probably is, yes. Yeah. Well, I mean, you know, there's profanity, which just kind of, I don't know, I'm immune to it at this point. But then, yeah, when they start having sex and I'm like, uh wait a minute i i mean uh, and i'm watching it by myself so it really doesn't matter but it was surprising and even though people had said hey you're gonna love bojack horseman it's crass and crude and hilarious um but i i was i was i don't know there's something about other than the movies uh the heavy metal movies i you know we're you know we're both in high school right so i mean you know sex on screen cool man you know even if it was a cartoon but yeah. now i'm just like does it further the plot i, I don't know man no, but it was like, just it was the, just odd that so. scene was unnecessary whereas years ago it'd be like yeah. hey more of that please Woo-hoo. that's right <laughs> <laughs> that's right what movie are you gonna go see tonight top gun or uh what was that one about the uh the teacher who fell in love with the kid and it was just all about her teaching him things anyway and and in high school it's like oh i'm i'm gonna sneak into the r-rated one so yeah, yeah. i'm just gonna rewatch my vhs of porkies again such an amazing film but i was so I, I watched halloween kills last week which I really oh, enjoy. Well, it's it's one of those weird films. I'm sure you've seen films like this where you watch it and you're you know you're you're enjoying it, but it's not amazing. You go, eh, I like some of it, and I like. To me, on the first viewing, every scene with Michael Myers in is amazing. It's far more brutal than anything we've seen before, and it's great. Yeah. There's just little story elements within the film where you where you would go, why is that in there? I don't. Why are these characters in there? <laughs> And then you, you, right. so, so by the end of it, you go, well, I liked, I liked most of it. And all yeah. in all, I will say it's a good film, but there's just bits in it where you're like, what, what are those characters doing? There was, they could have taken them out yeah. and just, you know, it wouldn't have changed the film whatsoever. <laughs> and then you go online yeah. and you go, oh, I'm going to see what everybody else thinks about it. And you've got half yeah. the internet that are like, oh my God, this is amazing. This is the best Halloween film ever. And right. then you've got the other half going, this is the worst film ever. Burn it. It's just terrible. What a travesty. <laughs> Looks like the studio were just trying to make some money, which is always a line that makes me laugh. Shame on shame on the movie business for trying to be a business. How dare they? What's oh, really? the matter with them? Yeah. Should make films just for the people to watch, not to actually make any money back for all these millions that they've paid out. And then it's it's just been carrying on for like a week. Just everybody going stupidly mad about films. And it reminded right. me that when I, you know, if I was a kid now, well, not now, but if I was a kid right. and a film fan now and there was no internet, I mean, I'm aware of yeah. the fact that you and I wouldn't be podcasting if there was no internet. So right. just, you know, I'm aware of that fact. But I would right. watch a film and I would talk to, like you'd mentioned earlier, I would just talk to my circle of friends which hopefully i would have one yeah. now i didn't when i was a kid but you know now i do <laughs> what do you think of that did right. you like it and you would you would have a discussion and then that would be it 
you wouldn't feel the need to run around and grab strangers and go, don't watch it. It's terrible. It's awful. And just people get so angry and passionate yeah. is fine. I'm, I'm okay with passion, but see, people get right. over passionate with watching movies. Yeah. And then bear in mind, I'm doing episode 595 of this podcast, which has all been about films. But, but do, you not, do you not think they do? I mean, to me, I watch a film and I like it. And if I enjoy it, I'll tell people about it. And if I didn't right. like it, I'll tell people about it. And then I move on. I don't let, I yeah. don't let the dark side creep into me and then turn into Palpatine every time somebody <laughs> mentions a film. <laughs> no, I'm with you, man. And I think back, I don't know, 10, 15 years ago, I was more outspoken. I mean, like if it was an awesome movie, it was an awesome movie. Right. And then if it, if it was bad, um, cause there was one movie, I can't remember the name of it, had Thomas Jane in it. And it was just kind of a Westworld ripoff. And I did not like that movie. And I, I even was, I mean, like it was multiple podcasts. I would go back and say, yeah, I'm ashamed to have that in my voodoo queue. What a, what a crap. <laughs> Uh, but, you know, but it's now, I mean, and I don't ever want to see it again, but I'm completely indifferent about it now. You know, I just, I don't know. I'm still very passionate about good movies. I can't wait to watch Dune tomorrow night. I'm, I just feel confident that's going to be a good movie. Um, but I just, you know, in some movies, you just take it for what it is. I mean, like, I thought the last Halloween, Halloween movie wrapped everything up. And I thought Michael Myers was dead. I don't know, man. Maybe I didn't watch the movie as closely as I should have. But <laughs> so to see to see this Halloween, you know, whatever, uh, whatever they call it, Halloween uh, the kills. latest one. Yep. Yeah, thank you. I was going to say Shotgun Blast, but that was completely that works. wrong. Let's that just was, call the next one that one. Yeah. That's that works, and you watch if they do, man. Won't we be cool? But uh, which wouldn't have happened back in the eighties, right? No. <laughs> but it's just you know, I I would watch a movie like Halloween for the popcorn popcorn. There you go again with the gun, the popcorn fun that it is. Yeah, you know, and and just it's like when people say, oh well. You know, Fast and the Furious, man, they've lost their minds. It's so unrealistic. Dude, it's been unrealistic for the last, <laughs> yeah, what, five, yeah. six, you know? Yeah. When people parachute in and land on the road and take off, you know what I mean? Yeah, whatever, dude. You know, but that was believable. But yet, oh, they've lost me this time. But, you know, and it's, I mean, like, granted, prices um, back in the 80s, I mean, I could go for a buck 25 in the afternoon if I went to a matinee. And that, and if, I, as I've said before, if my friends were working, I didn't pay anything. But you know, I mean, now it's four fifty here. I don't know what it is over there in in, in your neck of the woods, but four fifty. Yeah. Is that how much a cinema ticket is? Four dollars fifty. Yeah, if you go in the afternoon, well, it's probably yeah. more like. Uh, and I'm going to try and find out while you carry on talking, but it's way more than that over here. <laughs> now, if we do a, you know, like go, it depends on the the theater as well. And of course, IMAX that can go through the roof. I remember paying, I was probably thirty bucks a pop uh, or per ticket, I should say. I keep using you know like Americanese on you. Sorry, man, but it was like yeah, you know, thirty bucks per ticket to go see, um, you know, like a. Um, Oh, what was it? Uh, oh my gosh, man! I'm having brain farts. What was the big James Cameron uh, Avatar to go see that in 3D in IMAX? That was expensive, and yeah. I took one of my kids and I took Vanel, and and it was beautiful as well, worth it. And but you know, but I mean, so I can understand if you spend thirty bucks a ticket, then I'd be kind of pissed off if I was thinking, oh, this is going to be the best movie, and then it turns out not to be. 
but I'm again, I'm not going to leave the theater swearing and telling everybody, you know, buy <laughs> go see something else, you <laughs> <No>. know. <laughs> <laughs> I was uh, I was like it's about seven dollars if I go this afternoon to watch mm-hmm. No Time to Die, so it's not too bad. But if you go in the evening, you're right, going to be talking right. about fifteen dollars to for a ticket if right. you go if you go at night. But I haven't been to right. cinema since uh, January 2020 when I went to see the film wow. 1917, which was that was the yeah. last film I saw, which was great. <laughs> but you know HBO Max. I mean, you know all these streaming services. Um, that cut out commercials altogether, which goes back to how we used to, you know, see films promoted back in the day. Yeah. But I mean, you know, HBO Max, same day release, which is why we're not going to the theater to see Dune. Mm-hmm. Um, we'll watch it here on the big screen in in the you know in the in the uh, den <clears throat> where we watch all our movies and TV and stuff. So there you go with the HBO Max again, John. Yes, had to happen, didn't it? If people in the UK <laughs> want to watch right. Dune, they've got to go to got to got to go to a covid in covid filled auditorium filled with noisy horrible strangers that really? can't shut up and behave yeah we've got to watch it <laughs> the nothing U- from disney plus <laughs> no nope, nothing at all no nope, nothing at all the uk is now a covid filled bin fire once again and our government are still idiots <laughs> so i'm um, not leaving the house and i'm time with you you've got you've got to laugh otherwise you just end up uh, you know going on a mass spree or something which is not good <laughs> no not at all <laughs> but you know what you've got that i don't have on disney plus you guys can watch deadpool we can't, we can't. watch deadpool movies on disney plus we can watch why the last man on disney plus you know the whole first season obviously we're not going to watch season two because fx have cancelled it thanks fx i was quite enjoying that show they've canned it <laughs> yeah because we get disney plus star which you guys don't do you so in other words, there's a plus and then there's an asterisk after no, it, or is it an actual it is, star? No, it's it's on the Disney Plus. You've got the little tabs. Haven't you? You've got the Marvel one right. with all 500 movies and stuff in there. You've got the Star oh, yeah. Wars, National Geographic. We've got another one called Star with the word, you know, Star, wow. S-T-A-R. And that's got all right. the Fox stuff in it. You Die Hard, Aliens, oh, gotcha. um, 24, Prison Break, all the Fox right. adulty type shows. Right. Every single episode of The Walking Dead. They're all in there, so oh, so we get wow. that. I don't believe the US get that because you've got that on your own channels. I think I might be wrong. But. Right. Well, it's too Disney over here. It, it, it could mean something different than Disney over there, but I mean over here, Disney is just all about family. We can't have Deadpool on there, you know. And if we're gonna have Daredevil, we're gonna clean him up. You know what I mean? So it's a much squeakier thing, um, you know, vehicle over here. So. Yeah. So obviously, going back to when we were kids, there would be no streaming. But I just, I often think no. back: Would I, did I enjoy watching films more as a kid than I enjoy watching them now? And, and taking aside the content mm-hmm. of the actual film, uh, but right. you know, the whole experience, I kind of do to mm-hmm. a certain extent. I mean, nowadays, you know, we've got access to everything. You know, right. Dune comes out tomorrow. You can sit in your house and you can watch Dune. That's great. You would right. never, you would never yeah. have that. You'd have to get some really crappy old VHS, uh, somebody right. walking in front of the camera type <laughs> thing. If you were going to do that back in the day, right? But or you, I mean, like if you had the connection with the theater, um, there were times when my friends would go ahead and show a movie like after hours, but before they were supposed to. Wow. And granted, I'm sure that broke all sorts of laws. But as high schoolers, we didn't care, you know? Yeah. And, um, yeah, we would have laser tag battles running through the uh, the theater 
after hours, stuff like that. And um, it seemed like somebody told me there was a water gun fight. But that also accommodated uh, being able to get movie posters. Yes. And there yeah. was this one one friend of mine whose little brother worked at the theater. And every single um, poster he would roll up, he would climb up a ladder and put it into the ceiling uh, you know, above the tiles. And so anyway, and then evidently they were all kind of forgotten and it was almost like a uh, lost gold mine when somebody went up there to do some electrical work and tons of old movie posters all rolled up neatly, just a little dust on top, but in great condition. So Nice. Well, I mean, we've both got posters yeah. in our rooms and stuff, so we still love them, but yeah. I think posters yeah. were definitely a bigger thing if you go back a few oh, years. yeah. Certainly yeah. in the video stores, we used to get stacks of posters. And I used to just yeah. make sure I took one of every single post. And unfortunately, I don't think any of those I've still got. But I wish I'd have kept them right. because I would have been able to get some yeah. of those signed over the years. That would have been truly oh, yeah. amazing. Yep. Did you ever take any of those cardboard cutouts home? I did. I think I had one for the Running Man, which I managed to get from a video store, which I wasn't working in at the time, but I managed to get one of those. But uh, no, because usually they were physically they were too big. I used to be the one person that was building them. So I used to be right. in charge of, of doing the window displays in the video uh-huh. stores because nobody else wanted to. Generally, in the video store, when I worked at it before I took over one, it, the, the people that worked there, they did it for a job. You know, they wanted mm-hmm. some money. They worked in a shop. It just so happened to be a video store. And now and again, they would watch a movie. Then you put me in right. it, who worked in there <laughs> solely for the purpose of... Yes, I happen right. to be getting some money for it, but I get free movies, I get posters, <laughs> I get to watch these time-coded VHS tapes of films that haven't even come out yet. I used to just yeah. love that stuff. So when I when the window displays needed building, like, oh, God, who wants to do it? I'll do it, because it, it was great. Yeah. It was like I could create a masterpiece. Um, right. And I used to love doing that, just staple gun yeah. stuff. You just You had total free will. You go, I'll put a poster here yep. and I'd fold this one round and you could just create. I wish I had, I wish I still had photos <laughs> of some of them. I've got one of a Donnie Darko one that I did um, yeah. years and years ago. But beyond that, I don't have any pictures of all the, the, the stuff. I wish wow. I still had some. Yeah. And it, maybe you'll find it. I don't know, man. It's like um, I was going through some old drives, I don't know, weeks ago. And that was when I found the pictures of my first studio, which was the, a room in the house. And, um, and I mean, man, I mean like, and some of those toys, I wish I still had, I don't know where those collectibles went. And then, um, the next iteration was at the second house that we had and I'd taken over the whole basement. It was a finished basement and had a pool table and uh, video game like center. And then my office was over in the corner. And so it was kind of neat seeing the evolution and I am much neater now, which is kind of nice. So I'm not, no. <laughs> isn't it weird though where some of the collectibles disappeared because it's like can you consciously yeah. remember or oh, i handed this to somebody else or i sold this or i threw this in the bin i can't i have so many things over the years where you know i had these um i don't know what what the brand name was but they, they were quite big monster movie maniacs i think they were and I had oh, Michael wow. Myers yeah. and Freddy and the Crow and Leatherface. And you think, yeah. I have no conscious clue where they went. No idea. They've just got lost over the years. <laughs> I had the entire Lara Croft collection, the first set that they did where um, she was more or less, you know, a, a statue and they had, you know, like a background built around her, right? And um, I think there were, I don't know, maybe there were five of them. And I had them all, you know, 
around the office because I enjoyed playing Tomb Raider. And I don't know what happened to those. I mean, like, you know, you move and you think you've done a good job packing everything up. But I don't know. I guess I didn't. I don't know. And I I physically move pretty much everything myself because when we moved to the house where we are now, all the kids were too young to be helpful. So, um, you know, so, I mean, if I lost it, it's on me. It's not like, you know, I had some movers move stuff and they decided to take some collectibles home with them. I was thinking this morning, I was watching a, a Genesis concert on TV, and I'm like, oh, I remember, remember yeah. watching him. And I'd seen them live and thought, I wonder what happened to that T-shirt. And then I thought, I wonder what happened to that T-shirt, <laughs> my Green Day T-shirt, my Peter Gabriel T-shirt, my Jean-Michel Jarre right. T-shirt, my Lincoln Park. So all this big bunch of tour T-shirts that there's no way I would have right. thrown out, even if they didn't fit. You keep them because they're part right. of history. I don't know where they right. are. So it's just weird. It's just, things just <laughs> vanish. It's, it's very strange. The only old T-shirt that I have uh, from the 80s, a friend of mine did a movie called Gourmet Zombie Chef from Hell. And <laughs> I want to watch that right now. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I mean, like Jake and I, I think we have it on VHS or something, man. And I don't have a VHS player. And no. I, I'm assuming maybe Jake does. But if we can ever transfer it, then uh, we will. We'll, I'll post it privately, and you can <laughs> yeah, take a look at it. Definitely. It was it was literally awful. Even Donnie said that it was awful, and it, but it, it's you know it is what it is. But it's like he finished the movie and tried to find distribution. They said there's no nudity, so he had <laughs> it was like in the middle of the movie. There's a knock on the door, and the chef uh, goes and uh, opens the door, and there are these uh, two exotic dancers that come in and do a strip dance. And then he turns them into zombies. And that was, I mean, like, literally, that was that was it. It had no other purpose than just to find distribution. But uh, but anyway, but Donnie had had some T-shirts printed up. And my, I wore mine until it fell apart. Um, but I cut out just the front that had the ink on it. Yep. And I uh, found it in a box the other day. So I guess oh, there's hope for everything that we've lost. It's just... You know, a matter of finding that that box that's hidden in the attic, covered with dust, and you know, probably has a bunch of Christmas decorations on top. I have um, because we we were planning on moving house earlier, but then a pandemic mm-hmm. very inconveniently happened and right. sort of delayed all that sort of stuff. <laughs> so we've got so much stuff yeah. in one room that's all in boxes, and now and again I'll go through the box looking for something, and the amount of yeah. things I find in there, we're like, oh, I've forgotten <laughs> I even owned this. It's it's like having a whole new set of stuff all over again. So it's fun. Yeah, you know, all my old. Do you ever uh, think about? Yeah. All my old press passes from events and stuff from years ago, oh, all yeah. that type of stuff. Dude, that is cool. Do you ever think about Indiana Jones when you walk into that room? It's Sometimes like, it's a little bit like that. Yeah, <laughs> it's like, what's this crystal skull doing here? Throw that out. Get that in a bin. <laughs> yeah, and this big chest thing. What is that with the uh, angels on top? Man, you know. So I've never, I've never used that. So what is it still doing here? Let's <laughs> get rid of it. So with with the Halloween Kills thing, so I love the original yeah. Halloween movie. I think it's great. It's one of my favorite films. Yeah. I genuinely love it. If that yeah. film came out today in the way it was today, the internet yeah. would destroy it, wouldn't it? Oh, yeah, because back then, I mean, the lighting was totally different because technology wasn't there. The cameras shooting on film, that was totally different, and sound capture was different i mean like we've evolved exponentially since then but i think that um a lot of movies um would be just i mean because they're dated you know but i mean like if you're a big fan of the genre i think that that could be released because you look at some of these movies that are released you know within the last 
three to five years that are very indie, ultra violent, gory horror. I'm sure there's a better genre for them to be dropped into, but you know, they're shot with a Sony Handycam or, or something less. And yet, uh, people who love the genre, they're like, Oh yeah, man. When that guy took that chainsaw and, you know, did whatever, it was awesome, you know, and they get all excited about it. So I think there'd be a small demographic that would like it, but I think for the most part, people would change the channel. They would wonder, you know, who put, put some, you know, sleeper together. And they, they, it's the same thing. You saw WandaVision, right? I've seen some of it. I haven't seen it all. Yeah. It's so slow, yeah. but yet it eventually picks up. And, and I, I mean, like I do recommend it, but uh, you have to be patient because I don't think it's until episode four where you're finally <laughs> like, oh, hey, this is a Marvel thing. It's going to be cool. Um, versus, you know, uh, Falcon and Winter Soldier and then uh, the new one coming out, Hawkeye. You know, those look fun and they look like what Marvel built over, you know, the, the 20 years or whatever it was. And so, you know, but I, I think we as movie watchers and TV watchers, we expect that whiz bang. We expect things to happen fast and people to fly and all this sensationalized stuff or, or, you know, the bad guy is supposed to, you know, like, I don't know, throw people around like the Hulk or something. And so I think people have forgotten to watch movies from a purist point of view. They just expect all the fireworks, you know, instead of, watching how the fireworks were made and, and really appreciating all the ingredients that went into making a great fireworks display. If that made any sense, that was probably the worst analogy ever. No, but, no. Yeah. I just, <laughs> it's, you know, you go online and you look at Twitter and stuff. I mean, to use an example, I watched a film on Amazon prime the other week called the manor, which is part of the welcome to the bloom house sort of series of films that they put on there. Dude, that is that movie where they have the old folks home yes. and, and something bad to, yeah, I, I watched the trailer for that. Was it any good? It's really good. I enjoyed it. Yeah, we sat and watched it on Dude, a projector, just, and and I enjoyed it. Yeah. It's good. you know, you've man. got man. I mean, like that has the most evil concept, where it's like these old decrepit people are being, you know, like treated poorly. Man, I'm just like, oh my god, I don't know if I can watch that or not. But no, maybe yeah, I'll check yeah. it out. I mean, Bloom Bloomhouse does good, and I don't know if you see some old people kicking ass, then you know maybe it's worth it. Well, it was really nice because the cast were predominantly old people, and it's like right. that's, that's very rare nowadays where they will put old yeah. people. I mean, Barbara Hershey, I think, was aged up a bit because I don't think she looked. I don't think that's Barbara Hershey looks now, but I think you know she's right. she's probably in her seventies, possibly. Uh, right. And you know she's the lead in a movie, and the film was very good. And I'd written a review because yeah. that's one of the things I'm trying to do a little bit more of is I watch a film, right. especially if I sort of virtually know the filmmaker, which I do in this case. So I'd written nice. a review, tagged in Axel Carolyn, who's the director of that, and she liked it, retweeted it, and and then this guy who he runs a Twitter account reviewing films with no name on his thing, but he's just got his brand name, right. comes back and slates the film, including copying in Axel. It's like, why? Don't be a dick. He notices, oh, this is a stupid film, terrible ending, what a waste of time. And I'm thinking, you clearly right. watched a different film than I did because it was a right. good film. And it's just yep. like, oh. It's- and then like a week after, he was on it again with Halloween Kills copying me yeah. in on it and blah, blah, blah. It's a terrible film. It's just a cash grab. What a terrible editing. I'm thinking, do you know what, pal? You've probably never edited or 
even tried right. to make a film in your life, and you probably right. don't know any filmmakers. Otherwise, you would be a little bit, you know, more respectful yeah. to the to the craft and stuff. <laughs> and then we went backwards all- and forwards for ages. I said I liked it. I said, right. you know what? <laughs> Initially, I was a little bit. Meh. Not quite sure about this, but all in all, reflecting right. on it, it's one of those films that's grown right. on me, and I will yeah. rewatch Halloween Kills. And he came back and he said, hmm, I noticed you've got publicist on your profile. I'm like, look. <laughs> I said, I, yeah, I do, because I watch a film, and if I like it, I'll talk about it. I don't get paid for right. being a publicist. I wish I did, right. but I really don't. It's like, don't be having a dig at me for that. But it's just like, right. stop being so venomous about stuff. Insane. It can't be good for the mental health. No, just being negative all the time. No way, man. But, you know, you're right. And it's almost like when you call up tech support for your computer and you get somebody who is obviously reading from a sheet, you know, is it plugged in? Is it blah, blah, blah. And it's the equivalent of that, uh, the AI. Like if you want to chat with a robot, you know what I mean? And and ask it questions about your computer. And uh, have you tried restarting your computer? Yeah, I've already done all that crap. Give me a human, right? But then the humans know better. But it's almost like some people are so negative, but they parrot the reasons why. You know? Oh, terrible editing. What made the editing terrible? You know? Oh, whoever did the color on that was awful. Well, why? Did you not? I mean, did you feel like the white balance was off? Did you not like the way it was tinted? Did you what? What did you not like about it? You know, do you need to change the color on your screen? You know, I mean, like that's the thing when you edit and you're editing on a monitor that is, you know, color calibrated and all that. You're seeing what you want everybody else to see, and I guess this has been George Lucas's pain from the beginning. You want people to see your vision, which is going to alter, depend on you know, like what TV they're watching it on, and yeah. same thing with bulbs and movie theaters. Um, everything's different. And then when, what was it? Episode one, where he stipulated that if you didn't have the latest uh, surround sound or whatever, then you couldn't show the movie because he wanted people to experience it the way he wanted it experienced. Yeah. And uh, yeah. So it's just, you know, but I want to know why people, I mean, like, Hey, Terminator, like we were talking about earlier, phenomenal movie. When I saw it first, the screen was probably smaller than what you watch your movies on. And there was one speaker under the stage. There was no surround sound, you know, but it was still phenomenal. Um, but, you know, nowadays people say, well, it's a sounded mono. Well, no shit, man. It's, you know, I mean, like now they've expanded it on now. But it is frustrating when people want to nitpick on the things that just were standard back in the day, you know. Yeah. It's like when somebody watches a film and you go, did you like it? And you go, shit. Okay. Why? Why was it? Yeah, it just was. Right. Okay. Why didn't yeah. you like it? I still like it. Can, can you tell me a reason yeah. why you didn't like it? It's not a fan. Right. So you clearly have no idea. If you don't like something, you know why. You know, for example, when I was watching Halloween Kills, it's because the and I did like the film overall, but initially it was like, yeah. why are you jump into these characters? Can we just get back? You could take them out. There's right. no reason for them being in there. And get back to that right. one. So there was a reason why I struggled with certain aspects of the film. I wouldn't go, I don't know, right. I just didn't like it. It's <laughs> yeah, not right. fun. It's, just, it's bizarre. Right. It's like, stand by your convictions. <laughs> if you don't like something, well, tell them why. Yeah. Well, it's, you know, when you look at some of these reviews on iTunes, when you're looking at different music, and somebody says, oh, this is the worst album ever. And it turns out they don't like heavy metal. So why are you reviewing... Yeah. a heavy metal album you know what i mean you it just 
there's things that you shouldn't comment about, I think, you know, and that's the same thing with movies. And you can, you know, again, with your circle, then you can, it's like uh, a buddy and I were discussing WandaVision. He loved it from the beginning. Michelle loved it two episodes in. It took me four episodes uh, to want to finish the series. But we could all share that without discouraging each other. But if I had gone online and said WandaVision is just a steaming pile, and then I would have influenced people not to watch it. And that, that would be wrong, man. Yeah. I want new content. And if we discourage people from watching specific movies, then uh, you know who's to say they're going to make another movie uh, or a TV show, and then we'll never watch their evolution. You know, as filmmakers, as producers, as actors, and that's important, man. Because some people that were kind of lame to begin with, man, they're sensational now. Well, I was watching uh, DC Fandom was on recently yeah um, which i watched some of it but unfortunately i was working <laughs> that evening so i managed to right. watch i think two hours of it before i worked and then i caught up on right. the batman trailer later on when i was on my oh, lunch yeah. and stuff that trailer looks great by the way right um, oh and yeah I so agree. i thought well how am i going to watch dc fandom let's put it on the youtube channel so i put it on and dc have obviously you know dc and warner have obviously come out and they're like we're going to put this thing on for free we're going to get all these people mm-hmm. involved in the movies. They're pr- I don't know whether they get paid or not. If they do, that's fine. Hopefully they do. And we're right. going to put this thing on for the fans for free. And nobody's going to have to buy tickets. You could just watch all this stuff. Yeah. And we're going to proudly show. And I was watching the YouTube comments. And I've never seen so much venomous hate fired <laughs> at DC fandom. <laughs> From the moment it started, it started about 6 o'clock in the UK. So that's what time DC yeah. fandom started. All it was was right. uh, Marvel's better. There was loads and loads of that. So the Marvel fans clearly had nothing better to do. And we're both Marvel fans. <laughs> but, you know, the core <laughs> oh, yeah. sort of crazy Marvel fans who think, well, right. we like Marvel, therefore nobody else can like anything else and we're going to attack it if they right. do. They were just like, Marvel's yeah. better, Marvel's better. They were polluting the chat channel. Then you had another massive faction <laughs> that were demanding that the Snyderverse be restored. So they were all up in right. arms. And then you had a whole bunch of people going, we don't care about anything other than show us the Batman trailer. And you think, well, you're going to see the Batman trailer. <laughs> They're not going to not yeah. show it. You might have to wait three right. hours because if they've got any sense, they'll show it near the end because why would they show it at the beginning? It's like yep. I, I gave up looking at the chat. I thought I'm not reading it because I'm trying to watch what DC fandom have done and I'm going to see like, right. Jason Momoa and I'm going to see bits from Aquaman 2 and you know, apparently I'm not allowed mm-hmm. to like that because Amber Heard's in it. So never mind. Everybody else that's worked on the film, forget it. You should all be sacked because Amber Heard's in the movie and apparently we don't like her because she's mean to Johnny Depp or whatever. Um, but it was just, it was a hate filled YouTube channel. And I thought, this is not doing yeah. my brain any good. I'm just going to mute that channel thing and I'm just going to watch the nice clips and all the wonderful film things that I'll see and everybody talking and, yep. you know, that sort of stuff. But it's just like, people are just crazy nowadays. They really are. Because you know what they could have done? They could have gone to the movie theater or they could have mowed their grass or they could have done something else with their day mm. and done like me. After everything was done, after the fandom was done, then you look on YouTube and you see the trailer for The Flash, which if, or mm. Flash, I think they're calling the movie. But anyway, if you haven't seen that, that really rocks. I it really enjoyed does. That. Yeah, I saw um, that. Yeah, yeah. Well, especially when he's, he's looking around in the Batcave and then he's, he's uncovering the Batmobile, the classic one. Dude, very, yeah. very cool. So anyway, But you have that. The Aquaman was just kind of behind the scenes. 
yeah. uh, but still very cool. So, I mean, there was a lot, but I didn't have to wait in line and I didn't have to wait on it to fall into queue. I just, you know, looked up DC fandom and typed in specific keywords. And yes, the Batman trailer looks phenomenal too. It does. Uh, but I mean, yeah, I just, I pulled it up and I love comic books. And so I'm excited about everything because I'm glad that DC is stepping up and putting out more content. I'm looking forward to Hawkeye. I'm looking forward to the, um, you know, the new uh, Marvel content to see where that's going to go. But I, I don't, I mean, like, you know, as you're talking, I'm looking around my office and of course Disney owns everything now, but <laughs> I mean, I have, I have my star Wars corner and then pretty much most of my masks are, uh, Marvel, except I do have a couple of Batman stuff, but I mean, like, you know, I have Avengers and then I have Deadpool. So, but that really doesn't, um, stipulate that I, I have to choose a side, man. No, You know, I mean, it's, you can have, you can be on both teams, yeah. you know, you can have friends on both sides. Apparently you can't. No, apparently you must yeah. choose sides. It's just right. It's very yeah. tiring. It's just, and I've started <laughs> yeah. listening to, and I'd listened to your podcast, uh, "18 Degrees Below Horizon." Oh yeah, I, I'd listened to some of it previously when it came out, but I, I'll be honest, I didn't listen right. to all of it. I've still been downloading it. I thought, you know what, my mental health's fine. I'm okay. I don't need that right. sort of podcast <laughs> to boost me. But then over the past <laughs> few months, I'm like, I need some help. I need some. Oh, let me go back and listen to this podcast. So I've started again at episode one, yeah. and it's a damn good show. Oh, thank you, man. And Nicole and I've been talking about starting it back. We good. just have to figure yeah. out. When we're going to start, but we already have a topic for the first episode of our return. Uh, I can't remember which one that, uh, what, what the number is on that. 40, but yeah. 42 was the last episode that you did in October 2020, according to my iPad. You know what I discovered was that there's one episode that we recorded after that one yeah. that I never did. So I've got to put that one together and post it. And then I guess that'll kind of kick off the, uh, the new. But yeah, I mean, it's, it is post COVID and I, I think everybody does need um, to kind of, I don't know, man, every, everybody does need to be able to breathe mentally if that makes any sense at all. And just with the bombardment of fear mongering with, you know, vaccines and yeah. COVID stuff and mandates and you're going to, I mean, the, the fact that, um, and I'm not going to get off on the politic uh, uh, off the, on that, but the fact that if you follow the news, the New York governor said, well, um, all you healthcare workers, you either get the vaccine or you're fired. Yeah. And same thing with entire police forces, which are now saying, well, we quit. Good luck with the city. You know what I mean? And it's just, it's, it's a snowball that's picking up lots of yellow snow. It's just, it's a mess. It's, it's, Instead of it's a big yellow that. snowball. I'm going to use that. You <laughs> always see me using that phrase now. So I'll copyright that to you. <laughs> Man, I appreciate that. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so it's, it's a mess over here, but I, I, it's, people need to be able to, um, look at the news and dissect it quickly as far as wh where are they driving me with this article and just, just know that everything's okay. I mean, yeah. it, it, despite the chaos, cause we're shown all the chaos. So we are kept in turmoil so that we'll, you know, be obedient little sheep. Yeah, and no matter what, no matter where where everybody's politics are, we're still being driven on both sides. Uh, you know, conservative and liberal, and everybody has an agenda, and it's not we the people, you know. No. Um, but it, it's so anyway. But yeah, I appreciate you listening to the show, mm -hmm. and we are looking forward to get back into it, and and hopefully it does help people out, make people you know feel better, and uh, 
And of course, you know, you, you have Nicola who is actually a psychotherapist, which I always feel weird. I, I feel like I'm supposed to be pronouncing that different, but you know, like she's a psychotherapist, but anyway, um, but yeah, it just, you know, she really knows what she's talking about. And I make a lot of movie references and uh, music references and all sorts of stuff. So we do have fun. So hopefully people are laughing too. I mean, you've sort of said that she knows what she's talking about, which I agree with, but you also on that show, and obviously on this one as well, but that's a different show, is, <laughs> is, is on that show you also know what you're talking about because you are massively relatable when it comes. You're like the bridge between Nicole oh, and, and us because you'll go, try Thanks. this. I did that. You know, you've mentioned the yoga that you're doing. You've mentioned taking time yeah. out for things. So I think people will relate to you. I'm not saying they won't relate to Nicole, but you, you also right, know right. what you're talking about. And it comes across very much on that show. <laughs> oh, good, man. It's a fun show. I enjoy mm. doing it. But I, you know, I enjoy being on your show and we discuss stuff. I miss doing the show with Jake. Um, it's just fun times, man. I enjoy sharing and, um, you know, on these different topics. Well, I was—I uh, received a lovely message from Blondine Etienne last week, so I'm alone. Really? She, she popped up and she she said, uh, yeah. so shout out, she will definitely listen to this one and you'll know why in a minute. Oh, awesome. Um, yeah. she, she said that, you know, she's been going through some stuff and, and she's, she does right. listen to the podcast. She doesn't listen, listen to every single episode, so she apologized. Right, like, thanks right. for telling me that. Um, just, right. just lied, so you listen to them all <laughs> twice. What's the matter with you? Uh, yeah. So she said she doesn't listen to them all, but she prefers the episodes when it's you and I that are having a conversation. So like, do you know what? I'm going to message John now and then just say, how do you fancy doing a podcast? So, you know, this is, this is dedicated to Blandine. So, oh, that is awesome. Nice episode awesome. for her. Cause she, I think she's yep. been and, one know, of the oldest and not like age wise, but oldest listeners right. that I've had. <laughs> I remember her listening yeah. from very, very early on in my podcasting uh, sort of career, so yep. to speak, and yours as well. Yeah. So, you know, and she was one of the, like the dozen people that would show up every Monday morning yeah. and interact with us. I mean, we had thousands of people, um, you know, kind of, kind of sailing through, if you will, while we were recording our, our shows, but she was one of those people, um, that would, and same thing with charity Parkerson. Um, yeah. Oh my gosh, there were several others and I hate not to call their names out, but I can't remember but anyway, but there was, there was a small handful that, they would interact and uh, Dexter's dad was one of them too. Yeah, I remember and Dexter's he, dad. he was, he, he was emailing me after every show. Yeah. This dick needs to be told, uh, you know, whatever. And I was like, <laughs> this guy was being interruptive, trying to get you and Jake to have sex. And I was like, okay, well I'm glad I missed those comments. And you know, some things we would just ignore, but yeah, some people were just trolls, man. They were just trying to, you know, get our attention and, um, but it was nice that it was, you know, this, the tech spaces were really occupied by people who were engaged. Yeah. So. I kind of miss those early days of podcasting. I think I don't, what, what about yeah. you? You thinking back? I mean, you know, Oh yeah. Now having the time and, you know, Jake to have the time to come over here every Monday morning so that we had a, an audience that was growing, you know, yeah. and we actually had a couple of sponsors because we had an audience that were growing. And then, um oh what was the um stream without a yes yeah, stream without a dot yeah 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 there you go yeah and we were even they wanted they contacted us and said look we really appreciate you promoting our platform we would like to use your picture as promotion on you know the app download and stuff so i mean we really were moving forward and then 
I don't know. Did I take a job or Jake had more kids? I can't remember. You know, I mean, whatever it was. Let's blame Jake. He's not here. (laughs) Yeah. Well, you know, it's uh, having kids can really derail everything, especially when they're wee little and when you decide to have them arrive in duplicate. And I think also, as you know from experience as well, having taken an actual day job or night job, in my case, that derails everything. I mean, obviously, in some ways it it should, because obviously you've not got as much free time, but that does take its toll. It's not a case of, oh, I can just do all my other stuff when I'm off. It it has a massive knock-on effect. Oh, yeah. Well, that, and then especially if you, um, not really swing shift per se, but, you know, if you have a job where hey, we need you to work through the weekend or we need you to work these days, you can be off Tuesday and Wednesday, then there's no way to count on a specific day when you can podcast. And then as you were saying earlier, man, you get so tired that you just, you know, it's kind of like, yeah, I'm going to take the day off. I'm just going to watch movies. I'm just going to goof, you know? That's that's what I I think. And and when this pandemic is over, I will do a special podcast because I'd been documenting it from day one. I remember doing the first podcast when when Bob had been asked to to work from home and we, uh, the the (laughs) rest of us were all still going into the office. This is only for like a week or so. Right. And then the pandemic hit and then we would document what, what it was like for us for quite a few weeks. And periodically we will still document in the same way we are doing now, I suppose. But once it's all over, I'm definitely going to do something about what it's been like over the past probably yeah. two years by the time this is all finished we're on a year and a half at the minute but uh, yeah. I, I think for me the biggest impact is probably my enthusiasm and energy levels right. which i yeah. my enthusiasm for doing anything has just taken such a beating for some reason and it doesn't it's yeah. not something i've done on purpose because you know what i'm going to choose not to actually bother doing anything but that's the one right. major impact that i've noticed for me personally yeah I think uh, for me, I have to focus more on when I'm doing the guy next door voiceovers because yeah. I have to be very positive and happy and you know all that stuff. And I will have to make a note that I need to laugh before I do this line. You know what I mean? I have to watch my energy levels because I'm just kind of tired. You know, and there's plenty of things I, I'm not excited about other than the end result of getting paid for the voiceover, right? Some mm. of the things I'm, I get excited about, you know, cool products and stuff like that. But I think, um, you know, so that's, that's kind of taking a toll. And two, I miss going to the movie theater. Now our movie theaters have opened up overall, but, um, you know, I don't know. It's, I mean, like we've been out of that for so long and so much is on the streaming networks that we really don't have to, no. you know, um, so I'm hoping next year, you know, there's, that was a big tag for DC as well as, um, a lot of the Marvel stuff, um, you know, and bond and whatever else it's like only in theaters. It's like a catchphrase now, yeah. which is, it's exciting, man. I miss going in there and, um, you know, smelling the popcorn and being with a positive audience that was really there to see, uh, the movie versus be on their phones or talk or, you know, make out in the corner and be noisy <laughs> stuff. So, you know. <laughs> sometimes they do those things all at once as well and you can never watch the film without all going on oh i'm telling you if you're gonna make out with your lady dude do not insult her by texting and tweeting and all that stuff yeah focus on one thing man that and get the hell out of the theater man you know (laughs) (laughs) go back to your car and then then come back in whatever man you know but uh i just think yeah that night yeah i just think sort of going back to you know mentioned cinema audiences and stuff 
Yeah. I don't remember audiences. Obviously, mobile phones weren't a thing when I was a kid or whatever. Even I don't oh, know, phones yeah. were a thing. But yeah. it's going to the cinema was enjoyable. I found it a lot more enjoyable when I was a kid because I would go, the lights yeah. would go down, I'd watch a film, be it Superman the movie, yeah. or be it A Cat from Outer Space, which was also one I saw. Right. Or The Black Hole, yep. with that wonderful, nice music intro oh. that you're so familiar with. So That's much true. so, you tweeted <laughs> Disney complaining. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and, right. and yet nowadays somebody rustles a bag of crisps I'm like get them out of the cinema auditorium <laughs> it's, it's, it's not as enjoyable going into a movie theatre nowadays for me anyway um, as it used to be and I miss that yeah oh, I agree but you remember the, the uh, concession stand yeah. everything was in a box that was paper and more or less quiet unless you're a smart ass and you made a, a kazoo out of it but anyway but you know and then the uh the candy was in a wax bag which was also very quiet you know and so it wasn't like uh what we have now where you know you open up the the uh, aluminum foil or whatever and it's and then everything is hyper crunchy you know and there's so many, you know, mouth breathers over here. You, they just chew with their mouths open. And I was like, Oh my gosh, man. But I mean, yeah, back in the day, the worst thing that would happen. I remember I took a, um, a date to see a movie and this dude, it turned out to be a lady, but anyway, the Oops. humongous speed <laughs> on this chick, it was just like, they were at least 13 to 14. Right. Took her shoes off and stuck them on the armrest oh. in the chair. And we're just like, holy hell, man, that's baby Groot. I mean, not baby Groot, but uh, <laughs> uh, that's, that's Grogu. You know what I mean? Yeah. Now, back in the day, we didn't have any reference for that. But yeah, yeah I mean, like, it, it just, you know, like, I don't know, it's like a, a troll or something. And um, I turned around thinking it was some dude. And then I was shocked that it was a lady. I'm just like, I don't know how to deal with this because I'm not, you know, I mean, like if it was a dude, I'd say, dude, come on, man. You know, but take your feet chick, down or I'll punch what? you. Can't do that with a woman. Right. Get, yeah. get arrested. Yeah. Remove your troll feet, please, lady. You know, <laughs> now, nowadays what you do is you turn around and say, if you don't stop that, I'm going to go on Twitter and have you canceled. I'm going to start a hashtag <laughs> with you. I think that's generally the consensus nowadays is the cancel culture will take care of, uh, you know, feet rests right. and stuff. Yeah. <laughs> Yep. <laughs> well, it'd be nice if you could just kind of, you know, look it up on your phone. It's like, oh, yeah, IG28 is uh, right there behind me with the big feet. So that's <laughs> exactly. the one we need to cancel. <laughs> it's just crazy. I do, I do sort of, and I suppose everybody does it. You look back to the, 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 and I don't look back on my early life and go, well, that was an amazing life. But the, sitting in a cinema yep. definitely was. It was. I oh. found it far more enjoyable. Even queuing up, people wouldn't queue up nowadays. Like, I'm not starting raining. Get all grumpy. I queued <laughs> up for hours to watch Indiana Jones and the Temple of Doom, and I love that movie. And I came out. I didn't go. Oh, you know what that crocodile looks like? A matte painting or whatever it was. <laughs> <laughs> I went in. I watched the film. I came out. It was great. It was all excited. Dude, we didn't care, man. Yeah. It was magic, you know. And really, when you look at the old ways of doing the matte paintings on glass and shooting through it, and it's amazing. You know what I mean? Wow, man. You know, and, uh, but you know, I was thinking, um, the movie theater that I grew up going to had a balcony and it also had the big red curtains that yeah, would same. fully close and then open back up. So it would open, we'd watch the trailers and it would close. And we were like, yes, it's about to start. And then the curtains would open again and there was your movie. And I remember, um, if you knew somebody on the, you know, like on the ground floor, right and you were up in the balcony, then you would try to hit them with popcorn, right? <laughs> and so, <laughs> but that was only if you knew them, because we didn't want to be rude. We just wanted to have fun, right? 
but uh but yeah man totally totally different um kind of mentality these days that and i don't remember the floor being so sticky either um you know where people spill drinks and yeah. just don't give a crap and the cleaning crew comes through they don't care you know um they pick up some cups and that's about it so but it's uh yeah it just uh, i want to go if i ever i invent a time machine i'm going back to watch a whole bunch of movies and you know never end yep. the story and the Beastmaster and the running man <laughs> and and all that sort of stuff i'll go back and happily watch those and then uh, i just yep. i don't know it just really annoys me that the venomous nastiness that's online where people are just yeah over analyzing a film and these are people that don't get paid to analyze films these are people that right. think, think their opinions in you know, better than everybody right. else's. I mean, you were sort of mentioning you would never go online and tell everybody not to watch a film. Neither would I. Some of my favorite yeah. films are wildly hated. Meet Joe Black. Even Brad Pitt hates that film. Right. I, I love that film. So I would never go, oh, <laughs> you know, don't watch it. One, of, one of these days I do want to, <coughs> excuse me, one of these days I do want to rewatch that. Mm. But my favorite is when, you know, they meet serendipitously and then they're walking away and then they think about what maybe nope she's still walking he's still walking he turns around and gets nailed by that van it's a very it's a very funny shot (laughs) that is that comes in second to uh my favorite uh scene that always makes me laugh in uh, the daredevil netflix series is when he's going down the hallway and he ducks into that first door and then somebody comes out of the of the other room and opens the door, and then he gets hit in the head by a microwave. I'm like, dude, Daredevil is awesome. Yeah. So anyway, oh my goodness, yep. It's it's funny that I mean, like you know, I'm not a violent person, but some stuff makes me laugh. You've <laughs> you've got to watch. Uh, I don't know if you've seen it. Zach Galifianakis and uh, Robert Downey Jr. in Due Date. Oh, uh, he I punch, did. He punches yep. a baby in the face. It's the funniest thing ever. I could watch that scene over and over again, but obviously I can't go on Twitter and say, do you know what made me laugh? A baby being right. punched in the face because I get cancelled. <laughs> you yeah. you get cancelled quick, man. <laughs> it's a you very funny scene. Po- <laughs> you would come to my Twitter page with my, I don't know, less than 3,000 followers and go, hey, John, will you... Can you please, can you spare some followers, please? Yeah. <laughs> so if I ever meet Robert Downey Jr., I'm going to borrow somebody's baby and go, punch it, punch it for me, just then sign it. That would be amazing. That would, that would work. <laughs> that would be fun. <laughs> you can get Lammy involved in it too, yeah, right? <laughs> he needs to come out, actually. I do I do still have Lammy. That's one of the possessions that has never been lost. But, uh, but right. I will resurrect him at some point and start traveling right. the world and stuff with him. But I have, I have a massive gallery of Lammy shots. It's just incredible. It's probably hundreds. Yeah. Just It's traveled everywhere. People have actually accused him of being Photoshopped into that. I'm like, no, they are all genuine <laughs> shots. Wherever that shot is and whoever that's with, that is an actual genuine Lammy. I have, I think, four Lammies at the minute because I did have him cloned yeah. in case something <laughs> happened to one of them. So I, I multiple bought them just in case. It's a, it's a bit like Multiplicity, <laughs> the Michael Keaton film. Let me that's try right. many, many Lammies. <laughs> Do you have one Lammy that's more or less the stunt double for the other three? Yeah, well, the other three have done nothing. They've they've done absolutely uh-huh. nothing. They're just they're just waiting. They're like the prestige. So when something happens right. to the main one, then I'll bring <laughs> another one out. So all the lammies in the photos are the same lammy at this moment yeah. in time. But uh, I don't want lammy's head to fall off one day, and it's like, oh no, no, that is the end of a lifetime. Right. <laughs> and then we see Lammy with some staples in his neck. <laughs> Simply like bolt, bolts to his neck. So a Franken lammy that could work. Yeah. <laughs> 
Oh man, you need to do some short films spoofing all these old, you know, the uh, the the original. Oh, what was it? Um, uh, L- was it MGM monsters? I can't oh, remember. Who Univer- did the yeah, Univer- monster Universal movies. monsters. Universal. Universal. Yeah, there yeah. you go. Thank you for Dracula, pulling me out of that. Dracula, uh, me. That ditch. <laughs> the wolf lamb. Yeah, yeah, that's it. That stuff. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> definitely i'm gonna go and hunt this afternoon and bring yeah. bring lammy out yeah do it man go shopping yeah. go do something with lammy today and then post it and then i'll i'll repost it so. i had so much fun yep. with lammy though do you know how embarrassing <laughs> it is going up to movie stars and going can you just hold the sheep and it was you know the george romero uh nicole de boer from from ds9 the the guy who killed sean right. bean in lord of the rings i've got a picture of him holding lammy uh it's just tom savini all sorts it's like they've all no they've, way yeah, man yeah i i completely miss savini with lammy that's pretty yeah, cool I'll, I'll share that this afternoon it's, oh, uh, it's ken, okay do it ken foray who's also in dawn of the dead tom savini george right. romero uh galen ross so i met a whole bunch of the dawn of the dead people and they all met right. lammy that day i think uh, i think yeah. i think galen ross actually has her on his shoulder on her shoulder which right. I'll, I'll share those pictures this afternoon but I, just, I, I, think, I think Lammy needs her or his own. I, I don't know which way Lammy goes, but uh, maybe he's like SpongeBob and uh, Patrick. He's just, you know, it doesn't matter. But uh, Lam- Lammy is have his own. Yeah, L- Lammy, channel. Yeah, I, may, I did think about that. I might set one up actually. Yeah, and just see. Yeah, Lam- Lammy is sheep fluid, so Lammy does not come. Right. <laughs> Dude, that is awesome. I don't even know what a pronoun for a sheep would be, but I'm sure there probably is one. <laughs> I'm sure it'd be bad. So <laughs> definitely, yeah. I know that was a dad joke. Oh my gosh, man! Sometimes There's, I just can't control them. I try to reel them back, but it's too late. There so, is nothing so. wrong with that. <laughs> I've spent the past few days watching material from a comedian that whose name I was familiar with, but I'd never seen any of their stuff. But then the internet went berserk. So I thought, let me check out. And see. Yes. So let me check out and see why everybody's <laughs> going mad at this guy. And let's see if he is as offensive as ever. I, I, he's right. so funny, that guy. <laughs> I've got to say. Oh, I, yeah. I'm a fan. Um, you know, oh, oh, you agree with everything he said? I've not heard everything he said. So therefore, you know, I've watched that. Right. I think I've seen three specials. But I like him. I really do. I think. Funny. And I, I feel like, you know, everybody gets so easily offended then it's oh we've got to cancel him right yeah if everybody would just step back and say i mean like like they used to do man back when we used to watch tv right tv not a monitor where we're streaming stuff but tv and we would be you know wow man this tv show is not for me it it doesn't suck it needs to be canceled yeah i'm gonna call the million woman march and and they're gonna stop using downy this is horrendous (laughs) no this show is not for me, and you turn it off. And yep. you'd remember that there's either something better at 8 o'clock or you go see your girlfriend, which is always better than TV. You know what I mean? Um, but it just – this cancel culture needs to be canceled. I know, I'm sure plenty of other people have said that exact thing. But it just – it cripples creativity where people are so concerned about um, what can I say, what can I not say. Oh, my gosh, I said something. Now they're going to cancel me. Man, everybody just needs to relax. Um, You can tell your friends you may not like uh, Ant-Man because he shrinks down to really small. And that my friends who are dwarves may be offended, whatever. Or they may (laughs) think, yes, finally. You know what I mean? But it's but I mean, you know, it's just it's one of those things, man. And sometimes 
things are said innocently and ignorantly. Yeah. Um, and sometimes they're not, I get it. There's, there's, you know, a gracious plenty of those, but you know, if, if, if I call Eddie Van Halen's, uh, strat by the wrong name or say, Oh, that's from the 1985 tour, not, uh, whatever, or 1984 was the album. But anyway, but I mean, you know, if, if I say something wrong, don't damn me because I'm still a fan. Eddie Van Halen was a rock God. I really, you know what I mean? But just because I get some fact wrong because I'm human, don't, don't curse me, man. Don't cancel me, you know, but that's the world we live in. And I think COVID brought out this darker side of everybody because they weren't going. I mean, it's like I used to, somebody was saying something about, uh, this is Stallone back when he did the first Rambo and they were like, yeah, man, Stallone thinks he's something. He's nothing compared to Schwarzenegger. His chest looks stupid. He's an Oscar nominee. Why don't you go say (laughs) Why don't you go say that to Stallone's face? And they're like, oh, no, I never say that to him. But you just Mm -hmm. did, man. You know what I mean? You you just, you know, you can't be so negative. But, I mean, that's that's our society where on Twitter you can say, oh, well, you know, Stuart and Alex think this movie's great, but you both suck, you know? (laughs) Because it's not like either of you give a big enough damn to go hunt this guy down. You'll just go mute. You know what I mean? And, and so that's the good thing. But it's it's still, he's still, whoever it is, not just this guy. I need to be more allegorical instead of finger pointing. But you get what I'm saying, man. It's yeah. it's too easy to say, oh, well, this movie sucks. This director doesn't know what he's doing. Oh, the color palette for this short film was horrendous. Uh, you know? I mean, you know, Pixar sucks. Brr, brr, brr. It just, I mean, like, come on, people. If you, if you can't back up what you're saying, uh, don't pair it. Don't don't just repeat. If you if you find that uh, something offends you, then just turn it off. It's like that Offspring album where it said all these crazy things are going to happen in all these songs, and if you don't like it, just don't listen to it. So yeah, it just th- seems like good sense. I think that if you don't like it, turn it off. Is is what the world does need to listen to. You know, yeah. I'm, I'm not a massive fan of musicals. There are exceptions. So the Greatest Showman, I think, is a great film. Sweeney yep, Todd, I really good. enjoyed. Generally, oh, for yeah. musicals, I'm not. I will not seek out musicals. Oh, it's a new musical. I need right. to watch that because for me, I'm not <laughs> really. I don't understand how everybody knows the words and all that sort of stuff. It, it messes right, up in my right. brain. Um, but right. if I watched a musical accidentally. I wouldn't go right. I need to write right. a review about how terrible this was because somebody out there loves it. Somebody, everybody, right. every film that people hate, somebody has got that as their favorite movie. So why, oh, yeah. why stop people from watching stuff? But yeah, it's just. Well, I, I mean, yeah, you think about. Oh, go ahead. No, no, you carry on. Oh, I was going to say, you think about the bastardization of Deadpool in that Wolverine movie. Was it Wolverine Origins? Yeah, yeah. yeah. And but yet, you know. I don't care as much as I used to, you know what I mean? They've given me Deadpool in two movies and I hope they get a third, you know? And, um, and the fact that Ryan Reynolds actually went back and made fun of, uh, that version of Deadpool multiple times, man, that, that just, that makes me laugh, but I don't care as much, you know, back in the day, I was like, how dare they? (laughs) And, um, same thing with Punisher Warzone. I haven't seen it since then. I don't know that I ever want to see it again, but at least I'm open to watching it again, even though I just felt like they went awry. I think that, you know, there were parts that were okay, and then there were parts that were just horrendous. I was like, man, you don't know Frank Castle. But just because I've read a stack of Marvel, I mean, you know, Marvel, uh, you know, Punisher comics, 
does that make me the ultimate authority? No, I didn't create this character. I didn't write for him, you know? Um, but what you were saying as far as, um, you know, you and I go back another level in filmmaking in that we can appreciate the effort that goes into making a movie. And, and I feel bad for these people that are like, man, this is gonna, this is gonna make me. And they, um, put the, you know, the movie out there and they're, and then they get such negative response. No one appreciates the fact that they gave their life those hours during those weeks and those months to make this movie, you know, and they did the best that they could due to limitations or whatever. And, and we should appreciate that. I remember chatting with Stuart Miller, who's one of my, who's an entertaining critic, you know, critique person that uh, I don't follow. And, you know, we podcast regularly together and we had this conversation last week where he was saying, I don't really care if people listen to my reviews. I don't want people to be put off. I don't want people to follow them, this, that, the other. And I said, well, Stu, if you you slate a film and you really go for it with with knives, it's not going to stop me watching it. It's really not. I'll still watch it. I'm probably more likely to watch it just to see if I agree with what you thought. (laughs) I said, but if you do, if you recommend one that I'd never heard of, I'm more inclined to maybe give that some attention, but your negative reviews, you know, forget about it. Yeah. I'm not, I'm not interested. Yeah. yeah. And, and I remember and ages again, ago, it was, mm-hmm. I remember asking him the question, which was, that was the thing I was going to say and then ended up saying something else. Right. Um, <laughs> I said, cause I was quizzing him on the review thing. I'm like, every film you watch, you seem to hate. Why right. do you watch films? If every movie you right. watch is just makes you so miserable and you nitpick it and you go, well, this was wrong and this could have been done better. Why do you watch movies? He went, well, right. I enjoy watching movies. I'm like, but you don't. You really don't. <laughs> if you look at your reviews and stuff, you don't enjoy watching them. And then he went, oh, okay, right. I'm going to carry on doing that. I'm like, as well you should. I'm just proving a point. It's like you right. seem to hate everything. Why do you do it? Right. Stop. I yeah. ju- I'll probably – I've seen 196 movies this year so far. I have a list. Wow. Um, I've right. probably enjoyed <laughs> probably at least like 130, 140 of them. I'd a guess. I've not, right. I don't keep lists because if I don't like it, right. then, you know, I don't, I don't bother with it. I'm very choosy about what I watch because I want to yeah. watch films that I enjoy. Yep. Because, you know, movies it's are great. It's like um, there's only one movie so far this year that we watched about 45 to 50 minutes of. And I discovered that it wasn't a TV series because it was just it was just bad. The acting was bad. Every aspect of it. I didn't like any of the characters. And it was so redundant. You know, you had the bully going, I'm going to kill you. And then someone's, oh, but it's my fault. Okay, well, in that case. So it's like every 15 minutes, I'm going to kill you. And it just seemed like a bad gag. You know, it's kind of like one of those, uh, you know, like the worst skit on SNL ever. Um, but it's, it's on repeat. And so I, I asked Michelle and Kate if they were okay and just turn it off. And I don't remember the name of the movie. I will never finish it. I told Netflix to forget. I ever queued it up. And <laughs> did you cancel, did you it, cancel you know? your Netflix subscription and, and start a petition? <laughs> no. Apparently that's what you're to do. <laughs> but you know, going back, now that you brought up Netflix again, even though I know I, I initially cracked that door open, Chappelle, <laughs> And yeah. all those people that were like, oh, cancel Netflix, you know, it, this is this is horrendous. And yet Netflix said, no, you know what? He has a right to say what he said, whether we agree with it or not. You know, it's kind of like the old, um, you know, when you'd listen to the uh, movie commentary and the whole thing would start off with the opinions of the people that you're about to hear are not exact, not 
you know, necessarily our own, you know, blah, blah, blah. They're independent, blah, blah, blah. And um, it's, you know, it's the same thing, man. But I mean, you know, it, and then supposedly Netflix employees were like, well, we're going to quit. Okay. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Like nothing happened. No. And, uh, you know, so again, I, I hope that a lesson has been learned that if you, again, you don't want to watch something, then you don't have to cancel that. You don't have to cancel Chappelle. You don't have to do anything other than just, you know, tell Netflix, give them a thumbs down, man. I mean, like, you know, start that movement, you know, but don't don't try to cancel somebody just because they spoke their mind. If you disagree, at least you've heard some other side. Maybe it has at least let you think and understand what other people, you know, how other people see things. And it just that doesn't happen enough these days. We're never going to come together in any way um you know to as a people um if we don't talk about what makes us all diverse what all makes yeah. us unique and accept each other you know and i realize it is not that easy but um you know that's my ideal world that's that's my uh you know non dystopian future that we all go hey we're all pretty cool, man. Let's get along. So. Yeah. Let's all sit around a big campfire and just have a laugh and have a discussion. Yeah. And that's how people yeah. move forward, isn't it? By talking yep. about things. I think if you start cancelling things that are offending, then you right. will end up with nothing at some point. Because right. I, I think if what you sit the- down every mm-hmm. single project that you can think of, there will be something in that that somebody could say, actually, that offends this person, that right. group, this sort of way of thinking, that religion, this political... Tom and Jerry provokes domestic violence. Let's get rid of Tom and Jerry. That's gone. You know, right. Schindler's List. And well, that, that upsets the Holocaust deniers, so we need to get rid of that. Right. Uh, yep. You could get you rid think of that. Willie Coyote and the Roadrunner uh, convinces small kids to uh, walk off cliffs because they think yeah. they can, you know, stand on air. Well, that's I think I think Wiley Coyote that shows you that lighting sticks of dynamite is fun and you should do it. So people <laughs> will get hurt. So we need to get rid of that as well. Everything, everything you could. So you would end up with nothing whatsoever on TV, uh, and it would be a very very sad thing. I think because people- everything can offend, and it's yeah. like what is that old proverb about? Um, oh, what is it if? Um, something like, oh an eye for an eye and before long the whole world is blind or something like that yeah. and um, you know except for the other version which is the one eyed man is king but anyway I digress but it's you know it's one of those things where um, eventually you'll be cancelled too people don't understand that when people want to take away somebody else's right to free speech there goes yours as well and is that and I don't know if it's a proverb or it's a, it's a story or whatever but it's um, yeah is it the? Uh, it's one person who watched people show up to take somebody away, and they did nothing. And then they came to take somebody That's else it. away, and they did nothing. Yeah. And then when they came for me, there was nobody to stop them. It's it's right. that story, and that's kind <laughs> of it's what cancel culture is, isn't it? It's yeah, it, it is. And, and but we've given these um, faceless cowards too much power. Yeah, you know, definitely. And and it's. Yeah, I mean, stand up and proclaim your issues, but let's talk it out. You know, yeah. why don't you see where somebody's coming from? And um, but anyway, yeah, it's just it's it's a different it's a different world, man. You know, back like you were saying, back in the eighties when we were going to see movies, 
we never thought about, you know, losing our mind and running outside and yelling, screaming, you know, don't come in here, you know. <laughs> don't come in, watch never in his story, they kill a horse. It's outrageous. It's the most traumatic scene you've ever seen. Don't watch it. Placards and, and all that sort of stuff. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> it's crazy. We watched a film, we came out and go, well, I don't like that. Yeah, well, they're going to make another one. I'm good. I'll watch something else. Right. It's fine. Yeah. I'm okay. <laughs> Because you know what? There's somebody that needs to see that. Man, movie. I'm, I'm one of these people that believes that life speaks to me at times through movies. And yes, sometimes yes. it's an old movie, yes. sometimes it's a new movie. And so movies are important. Same thing with TV shows. You can be pondering something, you know, and you'll get a fresh perspective because some character is going through something. You're like, bang, man, I needed to hear that serendipitously right now. Um, but you know, if we're, if we, if we vanilla or whitewash everything, then, you know, we're, we're never going to move forward. We're just going to like, I don't know, float in space and find out that we're actually, uh, batteries for the matrix. We're, we're so. floating space just like William Shatner did for about 60 seconds before he plummeted <laughs> to earth. That was really cool. Did you watch that? I watched that. That was, it was, I, I was, I was impressed. Did you not hear his speech? No, he did, I'll check it out. Man. He did on on the last podcast episode. I or I think it was five ninety three episode five ninety three. I did. I actually put the speech on the very end of the podcast episode. Really? Because yeah. on one hand, when I was watching, I was I was watching the news on my monitor, and it was like William Shatner mm-hmm. is going to go into space right now. And I'm like, oh, I might as well watch this because I knew he was planning on going. <laughs> I'm going to watch it. Right. And the rocket went up, and it kind of looked like a penis, which is kind of weird, but it went right. up into space. <laughs> And then he was in space, and then he came back down, and I thought, initially I thought, why should he get to go to space? Yes, he played Captain Kirk, but for God, he was an actor. Do all actors get to go into space? Oh, my God, why have they picked him? (laughs) And then when he came out, I thought, you know what, that's really cool. William Shatner is 90 years old. He played a guy who was in space for years. How cool is it that he got got to go into space? Actually, I'm on his side. Brilliant, William yeah. Shatner. You got to go into space. I'm very envious and I'm very happy that he did it. And then he came out and there were uh, Jeff was chatting to him going, so what did you think? And just to hear Shatner, he was just like, it's like one of the best things he's ever done. And it was so overwhelming. Yeah. It was a really nice little speech. So I thought, I'm ripping that and I'm going to put it on the end of the podcast. And I did just to sort of commemorate it. But it was just so sweet. It, hearing somebody yeah. who was very happy about having done something, it changed his life, it, it changed his whole perspective on stuff, and it's like, that's what the rest of this planet needs, is a kick up the yeah. rear end, get a grip yep. stop stop losing your mind over whether Halloween Kills is a good film or a bad film, stop attacking <laughs> people, uh, unless they're, you know, they deserve to be attacked but just, just, calm right. just calm down a bit, do what you love I saw, there was a yeah. guy who put a tweet out uh, a few days ago and he said, last night, I I went out with friends who I've not seen for ages, and we sat down and we had a great conversation. Then later mm. on, I found out I've got a second date with this woman that I really, really like. And then yeah. this morning, I found out I've got a job interview. I'm so happy. And I've been on this yeah. app. I've been on this application. I've been on Twitter for two minutes. Fuck this app. Because those two right. minutes that he'd been on it <laughs> had just yep. smashed all the good feelings that this guy had had over the past 24 <laughs> hours. And I think that summed it up yep. perfectly. It's like if you're in an oh, angry yeah. mood, stay the hell off social media. It is not good for you. Just, just, yep. and I, I was chatting about the Dave Chappelle thing. It's like I watched the Dave Chappelle specials that I've seen and I'll probably carry on watching some more because he's quite funny. 
And I said, there's no yeah. way I'm going to go on Twitter and go, do you know what? I've just watched some Dave Spell stuff. I think it's really funny, actually, <laughs> because my Twitter thing will just get clogged up with trolls for the next few weeks. It's like, watch right. what you like, laugh at whatever the hell you want to in your own house, and just don't yep. tell anybody online you've watched it. He says, mention it on a podcast, <laughs> but okay. It's, uh, right. it's, it's bizarre. It's like, don't judge but your own right, happiness dude. on what, other, what a bunch of strangers will think of what you watch. Yeah, because otherwise, I mean, acting, as we discussed at the beginning of the podcast, acting is tiring. And if you wear a mask all the time um, and you're laughing at other people's, you know, humor that doesn't make you laugh, then, yeah, you're missing the point. And, um, yeah, man, we all need to laugh more. We need to relax more and we need to just be silly, man. You remember the um, the isn't over there in England? Uh, annually, there's the uh, the silly walks day or something like that. <laughs> probably, it's probably a Monty Python type <laughs> thing, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. yeah. And yeah. I mean, those are fun videos to watch because everybody has their own silly walk, and they're just walking around like in a parade. I didn't know if it was a national holiday over there. You know, it I is don't Monty think it's Python, a national so. holiday, but I will try and make it one for you. Yeah. Okay, awesome, man. And then, <laughs> once you get yep. to start over there, I'll start it over here, and uh, the people at Walmart will just look at me like I'm an idiot. It's awesome. They will, <laughs> they will indeed. But while I'm going to recommend a film to you because you were, you were chatting about sometimes you are spoken to through the movies. So okay. I felt the need that my life needed speaking to through the movies. So I went on the hunt for some movies, and I found a bunch of them on Amazon Prime that I'd never seen, but I thought, let's – these look like the type of films that may speak to me. And one of them was called right. Britney Runs a Marathon. Okay. <laughs> it is It is about a woman who is kind of unhappy, in, and I'm not a woman, but it was about a woman who's unhappy right. in her life. She's not happy with her physical health. She's not happy with the way her life's going. So she thinks, do you know what? I'm going to sort my life out. I'm going to get exercised. And at some point, I am going to run a marathon. It's based on a true story. And it is one of the most motivational films and also one of the best films I've seen all year. Right. So Amazon Prime, Britney Runs a Marathon. Okay. Such, such a good movie. It's it's kind of like when you watch We Bought a Zoo, which a lot of people bash. But it's like, no, right. it's about a guy who thinks, do you know what? I'm going to buy a zoo. Everybody's telling me it's not going to work. And I'm going to fall flat yep. on my rear end. But guess what? By the end of the film... Zoo works. So I think that's what people need more of that in their life, I think. More films like Jerry Maguire showing you, you know, go against the grain, focus on your own plans, and hopefully you'll get there. Yeah. Well, and we need something to fill that slot now that Ted Lasso uh, Season 2 is wrapped. Are are you up to date on Ted Lasso? Oh, I am, man. Yep. Same. same. (laughs) So what's your thoughts? As we, as we round this up, we'll round this up very soon for you, but you can't mention Ted Lasso yeah. and then us not talk about it. No, it was just awesome. I mean, you know, it, I enjoy shows that will move me emotionally in a positive direction, right? And, um, and you know, Michelle and I both, I mean, we had our moments where, you know, something, some scene or whatever, um, and especially when people step up and go, you know what, I am afraid because of this, or I, I went through this, you know, my dad killed himself when I was 15 and that's what I'm dealing with and stuff. And we're just like, holy shit, man, this is deep. And we're getting misty eyed because it's so emotional. And then, um, there's a funny scene right after that. So it is such a, you know, if you view it as a meal, it is the most complete nutritious meal out there to watch, you know? Yeah. Um, but yeah, I, I thought it was great. I'm sad to hear they're only going to do three seasons now, you know, 
Uh, maybe they'll add on to it and whatever. But yeah, what'd you think about the, and I don't want to ruin it for anybody, but I mean, what'd you think of the uh, one person going over to the dark Ooh, side? See, that was, <laughs> and I, I think with the, with the three seasons, yes, they said they were going to do three seasons, but guess what? The guys yeah. who made Stranger Things said, this is going to be a trilogy. <laughs> And we are getting right. season four next year. So I suspect, yeah. I, I think they were originally going to do three seasons for Ted Lasso, but it's become so big because it was a, it was yeah. the right show at the right time when everybody needed, yep. you know, season one of Ted Lasso. Cause that's more, yeah. there's a massive difference between season one and season two, you know, season mm-hmm. one, 28 minutes, all happy, all fluffy, all just like a, right. you know, a really sweet, lovely show. Season two yep. is 40-odd minutes per episode, a lot of darker elements in that show, and it's a lot, yeah. but still it manages to balance itself perfectly. Um, yep. the, the one character going over to the, I was not, ooh, I wanted to punch that character. <laughs> I would cancel, I would cancel him. <laughs> no, um, <laughs> but it was well done. And did you see his... It really uh, was. If you go, Nick Mohammed, who plays plays Nate, because that's the character obviously yeah. about, he'd put this tweet out and he'd gone back and he said, if you go back to the very beginning of season one, you see yeah. all the elements, it's all there. It's it's, isn't wow. this, it's not this massive uh, sort of shift that some people thought it right. was going, what I'm there. He said, it's right from day one. You will see that, and I'll try and find the post, wow. and I'll uh, I'll send it to you in, in DM or whatever. Okay, but he'd mapped it all out, and yeah, I was I was annoyed with that character because it felt like he'd polluted <laughs> this wonderful, nice, fluffy show that I enjoyed. So he would annoy right. me, but I yeah. think the way that they've set it up for season three is perfect. Mm-hmm. It oh was yeah, perfect. It's like now I want to see where where it's yeah. going. What's like Monsters Incorporated? You had a bad guy, yeah. but Finding Nemo, it was just a journey. You know what I mean? So it's it's almost like we're getting to know the show Ted Lasso. So yeah. the first date is season one, and we're getting to know this fantastic show, right? And um, but you know, second date we get to know Ted Lasso a little bit better, right? It's like, oh well, everything isn't perfect because we all do want that first date to go so well. Yeah. So yeah, and now we do have a bad guy. We do have, you know, we have a Darth Vader, and so you know, we'll we'll see what happens. I'm excited, man. But it, it, it's still a good balance, man. It was it was wonderfully done, and obviously the downside to that is people were tweeting Nick Mohammed, trolling him because he was a horrible character. Oh, it's like he's acting, right. he's following the script. <laughs> Leave him alone, for God's <laughs> sake! What's the matter with you? He's an actor. It's not the real That's guy. Right. But, uh, He's done what he was told, yeah. <laughs> I think that the highlight for me on season two was the hula hoop scene in the nightclub. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know why. I, can't, I think because yep. that whole episode was just weird. You're like, this is a it very was. odd episode. But then when it got to that yeah. scene and the music kicked in, it was like, that's what the world needs. It needs to go, do you know what? I'm just going to throw off what everybody thinks I am. So this grumpy, miserable right. coach called Beard. And I'm just going to yeah, spin around Beard. on a hula hoop and just just right. be, be a kid again <laughs> for a few minutes. So every time I hear that song now, I go right back to, to that episode of yeah. Ted Lasso. But it was just, it's all in all, it's a great show. I know a lot of people, yep. including me originally, were like, I don't want to watch it. I don't like football. I don't. I don't, right. like, I don't like soccer slash football. But it doesn't yep. matter with that show. It is, it's not a show about, a sport. It's yep. a show about people that happen to be involved in that world of sport, isn't it? 
Yeah. It's a human show and, and it's, it's very honest and it's very positive. So yeah, I'm with you. I mean, like we had seen that little, um, the little poster icon or whatever over and over on, uh, Apple TV. And, you know, it's just like, ah, Ted Lasso, he's a coach, whatever. So yeah, I mean, I think a lot of people, um, had that same view, even though other people were telling me, man, you've got to check out Ted Lasso. You'd like it. I'm not going to say anything about it. Just watch it. Yep. And that was one of the last things we decided, all right, we don't have anything else to watch. Let's check it out. And then binged it an entire weekend season one. So we were so glad to see season two. Yep. And then we watched that week to week, man. That was our Friday uh, afternoon uh, fun. So, so my uh, other recommendation on Apple TV, because I have an Apple TV subscription, but I don't really watch that much on it. It's like, I don't know. Ted Lasso I watch, and, <laughs> and I've got the second season of The Morning Show to start, because season one was fantastic. Oh, yep, and the second season has been really good, too. Brilliant. You, um, yeah, and it's interesting in that it starts up um, with this opening shot where they're going over the streets of New York City that are just empty because of covid and then it rewinds back to uh before covid was a big thing so it's it's really it's well done man apple really does some good shows see this season has been so much bigger than last year we enjoyed it last year but i mean season two is so much more grand if you will with you know more you get to see the the bigger civilizations it's not just you know, little tribes living up in the mountains. These are, you know, large masses of people living in cities and stuff. And yeah, very cool. So I, I mean, like, what was the M Night? Um, yeah, I want to watch. It, was that it the one. Babysitter? That one's really good. We watched through season two, and hopefully they'll do a season three. But yeah, it's just you know, it's kind of crazy. It's like uh, you know, peeling an onion. You just keep going deeper and deeper, and you're like, wow. This is so they they've got some good stuff, man. Their library may not be as big as some of these other groups, but they're trying to to build it with original content, which I can appreciate. All they all they need to do is just keep the morning show going, keep Ted Lasso going, and I'll keep the subscription. Yeah, that's <laughs> I I would pay about sixty seventy pounds a year for that. It's fine, I'm okay with that. But uh, yeah. I'll, I'll definitely check out C because it's not one I've seen. So yeah, yeah, oh, it's good, man. Momoa, out. and then yeah, yeah. Excellent. So, kind of got got us ready to um, watch Dune. So, yes. you know, as far as just big characters, so. I, and is in season two as well. So, I hope you enjoy Dune. I fully suspect the internet will destroy it because it's not Star Wars, and generally, but <laughs> I hope it doesn't affect the box office, and you, we do get Dune two because that would right. be that would be good. But uh, is that really a thing? Did yeah, they do it? Yeah, no- yeah. I mean, because it's based on a novel, so there's Dune two and then Dune three. Yeah, it's like well, a series. That's I think, cool, man. Yeah, well, there's loads of there's lots and lots of Dune books or whatever. But I know for the film thing, right. it is planned as two films. So unless this first wow. one crashes, you're going to get Dune yeah. two. I think a lot of work has already been done on it. Uh, yeah, but obviously, if it came out and made about twenty five dollars or whatever, then you know you're not going to get doing two. But <laughs> so I'm just hoping that the studios don't listen to the cancel culture people who they're in. A, they are going to come yeah. out and they're going to rip it to pieces <clears throat> because it's not it's not a kiddie science fiction thing, is it? It's doing. It's you sit down, pay yeah. attention, and just you watch it as an adult. Don't watch it as a Marvel movie. Um, right. So, so it'll be interesting to see what the feedback is. I know a lot of people that have seen it. At sort of festivals and stuff, and they are very impressed mm-hmm. with it. So, 
I hope you yeah. enjoy it. Let me know what you think. I will do it. And you know, it's mm. funny watching on, I can't remember, I think it was on Instagram and I think it was Momoa's uh, Instagram profile, but it was, you know, the red carpet event. And man, that's another thing that I didn't realize I missed so much, you know, the energy, the electricity in the air at a premiere, um, especially if you're walking the red carpet, but even if you're not, there's just this really cool energy. It's like going to see uh, the Super Bowl, um, you know, and actually being there physically. There's just an electricity in the air. So um, hopefully we'll all get back within the next year and have, uh, you know, some successful projects and red carpet events and um, you know, just kind of, I don't know, get back to what we're passionate about. I like what you said earlier. We should do what makes us happy. Yeah, we course. should watch, listen to, we should surround ourselves with what makes us happy. And if that means, and here I am going on an 18 degrees below horizon tangent, but if you are in, you know, if you have friends that are toxic, maybe step back. You know what I mean? If you're in a relationship that's toxic, step back, man, do what's best for you. Don't feel like, Oh, well, I've got to sacrifice all for, Something that's not worth it, man. You you have to look after you or you're no good to everybody else who you do care about. And, and don't worry about a bunch of strangers on social media telling you that what you like is incorrect yeah. and you should do it their way. <laughs> Just do what you want. Make yep. yourself laugh and have a damn good day. So, um, right. A, a huge thank yep. you to Blandine for messaging me, which then spurred me to message you. And I get to have a conversation yep. with yourself again, which I always enjoy doing. <laughs> And, uh, <laughs> same here man same here and you know that was something i meant to bring up earlier you know as far as the benefits of where we are now digitally yeah. because you and i could never have connected otherwise you know what yeah. i mean yeah. we would have been still in our independent little spheres like back in the 80s where we go to the cinema and we watch the movies and we go back home we talk to our circle of friends but i i cherish our friendship Stuart, and i'm i'm glad to be a part of your life even though We've never bloody met. No, nope. we'll remedy that one of we these will. days. We will. Yeah, hundred yeah, percent. Always fun, man. Hundred <laughs> percent. We will meet, and uh, and I'll be like, Do you know what? I don't really like John. I don't. After meeting him, <laughs> after meeting him, no, I'm not a fan. I'm going to cancel him. <laughs> <laughs> I had no idea he was really six feet tall. What? <laughs> yeah. I only went over there to steal back my Blade Runner poster. that's right man (laughs) but no i do i also cherish your friendship as well now it's gone on for many many years as well it's which i'm I'm very impressed with yeah so uh thanks to to blandine for uh suggesting this this was awesome and it's always good to catch up with you and i'm glad people enjoy us talking about nonsensical things so definitely so i'm I'm dedicating that episode to her so thank you very much all right all right. Well, you enjoy the rest of your day. and uh, I hope you do the same, man. And have a good weekend whenever it finally arrives. I will indeed. Yep. All right. Well, you take care, John. And I'll speak to you soon. All right, man. Bye-bye. Okay. Bye. Bye. love an extra $100 in your pocket? 
Have a TurboTax expert file your taxes for you by March 31st to get $100 back instantly. Because no matter what moves you made last year, TurboTax makes them count. That means getting $100 back and 100% accurate taxes only from Intuit TurboTax. Must file by 331. Credit only applicable to federal filing fees with TurboTax full service. Offer can be modified or terminated at any time. 